0: what's up dirty benches i'm jd
1: and i'm patty popcorn
0: and we are the host of the old dirty benches podcast if you came here to listen to two women shoot the shit and talk about stuff we are not qualified to talk about then you're at the right podcast on odb we talk about white collar crime which costs the country upwards of 300 to 600 billion every year unacceptable White collar crime is typically orchestrated by those in occupational positions with the opportunity to commit these crimes. These crimes include insider trading, fraud, tax evasion, bribery, price fixing, and of course, corruption. We will discuss real cases, related articles, podcasts, and documentaries, movies related to the crime occasionally we may sprinkle a movie review in our theme song is performed by good co you can find them on youtube and don't forget to like subscribe or leave us a review anywhere you stream your podcasts.
1: so gives us a listen
0: what's up patty hello there
1: how are you? I'm great. Yeah. And yourself? Not too bad. I'm way better than the
0: weather oh. we're having. I know, ma'am. Gray. Yeah, speaking of that, did you figure out the color of your room? Oh, the laundry room? Yes.
1: Wow. Dirty laundry. <laughs> we mixed together the two. It's kind of like a mulberry blue. Oh. And we're just using that. Okay. I'm so not yeah. sure if I really love I it, but say. it's like it is what it is at this point. Moving on, okay. Well, so, um, and Chris I'm sure has I'll been hard it. at work putting it together. <laughs> we got our tile for the floor. Oh, it, awesome! It was totally, it came in three giant sheets. Oh, hey, this is ODB by the way. Yeah,
0: sorry. <laughs> All Dirty Benches, my name is JD. Patty Popcorn. Yep. Uh, we
1: talk about white collar crime. And we mostly tangent at the beginning. Yeah. You're welcome. Sorry.
0: Not sorry. Okay. Anyway, Continue.
1: we got these sheets of tile, which turned out really good, actually, because okay. they're not. so. Mm. Anyway. Interesting. It's probably gonna be done within the next couple of days. So. Wow.
0: Yeah. I might have to come down there so I can go see it.
1: Yeah, we need to have the pizza party. Yeah, that's thing. right. We gotta figure that With out. With
0: our little group of weirdos. That's right. Yes. Make your own pizza. I'm going to bring the weirdest shit that I can think of
1: to put as a comment. <laughs> it just reminds me of that Seinfeld where you can't let them put anything on their pizza. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Like, remember that one? Yeah, cotton candy. You <laughs> <and UVU>, you, okay? <laughs> Just made pizzas like last weekend.
0: Marshmallows. <laughs> yeah. Well, feel like an elf situation. Pizza, in there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> syrup. Is there sugar and syrup? <laughs> then yes. I do like sugar. <laughs> yeah. So we need to do that, and then you can see it.
0: But it's turning out really good. Cool man. I actually do want to see it. And I would like to have some pizza. Before, so. <laughs> and yes. Yes. Let's so. do it. We'll all have to figure that out. So this Hello week, everyone. Yes. Um we are going to talk about a white collar crime Another episode. Scumbag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she really is. Though. Yeah. Uh not impressed with her. Just gonna put that out there. Uh before we get started, I did want to mention that this week. I thought about saving this for J and K on Fuck My Work Life, but I'm going to actually just say it on our podcast.
1: <laughs> what did they ask for a question
0: or something? No. So okay. I was, so I I have like a hybrid schedule and so right. I can work from home and then I also go into the office. But uh, we use Microsoft Teams a lot to uh, meet up and discuss things that are going on, you know? Mm-hmm. So... Some of the management was giving a presentation It was really good, Um, and it was shortly after lunch, so I had – and I've been eating – I've been trying to eat more healthy, so, like, I put – I've been putting, like, a lot of cucumbers and spinach and stuff on my sandwich, you know, like, to jazz it up and make – so add some veggies and stuff, Mm -hmm. you know? Okay. But I will say that every time I eat cucumbers, it makes me gassy for some reason. Like, I always want to burp afterwards. Okay. So, cucumbers. Yes. Interesting. I don't, I'm not sure. And I didn't, I haven't looked it up to see if like there's some component in cucumbers that make you burp. Yeah, that will cause that. And maybe it's just my chemistry. I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> Uh-oh. did you forget to mute yourself or something? <laughs> so, so they were going through the presentation, and it's a lot of, like, information and some legal stuff or whatever. And then there was a point where they paused, and then they were like, okay, we're going to do, like, an assessment check. Yeah, like, basically, like a little
1: quiz? Yeah, to okay. make sure that we're, like... Are you guys awake? Paying attention. <laughs> was this after lunch? <laughs> yeah. So that, <laughs> that's rough.
0: Yeah, so uh, I unmuted so I could answer some of the questions, you know, right? Is <laughs> like, present! And <laughs> And then um <laughs> and uh <laughs> I did good I you know I was I was slinging also them out of the park. Embarrassed about. Yep, okay. I was like, oh yeah, this blah 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 that. And then um and then assessment check was over. I clicked the mute button. And then a couple minutes later, uh the executive director starts talking about some stuff. And then <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and then I have to burp. So I do it loudly. <laughs> For some reason, I looked up at the mic to make sure it was still. And you weren't. <laughs> oh no! Did
1: and they start like, laughing?
0: No, nobody did. Like I couldn't see. So I'm not a big Microsoft Teams person because I don't like staring at myself, and then it's distracting for me to see like other people's faces on there. It so, says they do cause burping. I'm looking it up right does now. Does it? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that explains it. They have it. a
1: chemical compound that, called cucurbitin <laughs> or something <laughs> that makes you burp. <laughs> okay. So you're going to burp. Um, so, Nobody said anything, dude. I would die laughing
0: at well, that if I was and she on just there. kept talking and then I was like... Oh my god. Did you guys hear that? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I didn't say anything. I just immediately muted myself and then double checked and it was muted. And then I just started laughing, but I was laughing so hard that I was crying. And then I text a couple of my other girlfriends and I was like, I have to quit this job right now. And they were like, what happened? And I told them that they were like, oh my God. They were just like laughing. That oh, was so funny, but um, yeah, that's your laugh for the week. So. It
1: says uh, you should, um, did you peel
0: it? Uh, I did, pe- I peeled most of the skin off, but I did leave a little bit because on Because it there.
1: says peeling the skin will help reduce burping.
0: Okay. I mean, I did peel some of it, but not all of that's it That's funny like... because I don't, I don't think oh, it makes me dude. burp. The more cucumbers I eat, the worse that it is, but I've noticed that, like, after I eat them, like, I get the burps, and I've actually told people, like, if I'm on a call with somebody, I'm like, I'm, you know, I had some cucumbers at lunch, like, I might be (laughs) going. (laughs) <laughs> by the way, too. So you know how Momo is, like our yeah. little mascot. Oh yes, I do. So uh, yesterday I was on a call, gas and mask. she was in the room with me, and I had it unmuted because we were having a conversation about um, something that we we're reviewing, and uh, and she <laughs> laid on. out. Yeah, she's laid out. It's the afternoon, by the way, and she's like laid out in the office next to me, and then all of a sudden she's like. Pfft, And you're
1: like, that's my dog. That's my dog. <laughs> I just started laughing. And then one of
0: the other ladies was <laughs> like, is that your dog? And I was like, yep. oh, my God, yes. Uh. <laughs> uh,
1: I don't know if they believed me, but <laughs> oh I like, okay, that is so here funny. we go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bodily functions are great. Man. This week, yeah, not for gas, not the greatest, but it was funny. <laughs> I mean, it gave me some laughter. So I was like, okay this is my life (laughs) it's hilarious (laughs) all right here we go white collar crime
1: back on it
0: okay so this week we're gonna cover and you're the one who sent this over gina and she is a champion Kane.
1: (laughs) she's a champion of scumbaggery yeah uh
0: there's a book based on her story called the title is i did it and she she did do it? it No, but she was interviewed by the authors of the book. And uh, that's what they base a lot of the story on is information provided by herself outside of the case information that was produced. They it's funny because they talk about how she won. Mm -hmm. The book is available on Amazon. I looked it up for twenty five dollars. It's received 25 reviews so far, and I took the liberty of including them in some of my notes. Some of them are positive. The reviews? Yes. Okay. Some of them are positive. One review stated, it was, and I quote, a waste of money. (laughs) Another stated, and I quote, "Kane tells us how she did it, what she didn't do, and who didn't know over and over again, but she keeps stepping on her own tail. Frequently claiming one thing and then denying it or laying a different slant on it later on, there's a lot of time blaming the victims too. If you enjoy that sort of thing, and
1: <laughs> did my grandma write that? One? That seems like something my grandma would say.
0: <laughs> I read that and I was like, Okay, if you enjoy that sort of thing, I mean, she's she did something bad, yeah, she's probably gonna be hesitant on like laying out all the truths, so right. she may be like. <laughs> Little bit. That's funny. I don't know. I just was like laughing as I was reading some of the reviews. Sometimes I like to go out there and just like look up a book and then look at the reviews to see what people are saying because they can be so funny. But all right, so Gina. Gina the champion. Let's get ready to (laughs) Gina Champion. All right. Gina
1: Champion (laughs) K.
0: That was awesome. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I what I didn't know I don't know why I didn't hear this story because it's crazy she's the largest woman in right. Ponzi scheme give her her fucking due right in American history dude she's even better than Charles I know wow dude I've I seen that okay I'm not we don't advocate for any of the criminals we cover on here but holy shit right but I had never heard of her either give her her kudos first woman <laughs> <laughs>
1: You did it. Now you're in jail. We should send her like a
0: participant medal and basket.
1: (laughs) How about a cucumber basket?
0: For your eyes and your
1: belly. Oh my God. I mean, again, she wasn't stupid. She was actually like a successful restaurateur. And so I don't get it.
0: Why? Uh, You said she ends up rising to the top and like has this huge empire and then of course goes out and does this thing which like everybody's like i don't know why she did it because she was making money exactly. and she was successful
1: it's never enough that's exactly
0: why. yeah she's in prison now no surprise there. <laughs> Is she gonna be in the same
1: prison as elizabeth and jen shaw uh
0: i don't know if they're gonna be in the same one where's she at uh, I'm going to have it in my notes at oh, the bottom. Oh, sorry. Okay. Jumping ahead, everyone. I will mention that. It's place called Dublin, not in Ireland. Oh. No, but uh, it's
1: not the same, though, because Elizabeth and where. Jen
0: Shah are going in Texas somewhere. Okay. Yes. So different, because uh, it's definitely down in California. I know that much. And I think that might be so that friends can come and visit her. I don't
1: know. I'm sure she's got lots of those. <laughs> I'm blinking my eyes right now.
0: Well, I know. So uh, some of the information. she's one of those
1: that stole their people she knew's money. Yes,
0: she is. But I do know from watching the American Greed episode that you had pointed me to, one of her staff members actually does. Yeah, please go to camp. It's just because like she does feel, she did say she felt bad for her. I don't
1: feel bad for her at (laughs) all. As my son said, 0%. 0%. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Negative 100%. Uh yeah. So she and her entity uh which is called Annie Development swindled uh almost 400 million in over 8 years from approximately they said like over 100 investors nationwide and this doesn't include the money she swindled from family and longtime friends. Yeah. What? I think I don't think they included them in the numbers because they mainly looked at the huge investors that were like throwing money her way, but which I think is, does a disservice to how much money she stole. Right. And then also like, like it's going to hurt everybody involved, but when it's like your family and friends who like had this relationship and intimate relationship with you, it's, it's different. I feel like.
1: That's even grosser.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. 100%. Uh, so, when when raising those investor funds, defendants claim to be offering investors an opportunity to make short term, high interest loans. Here we go, people. <laughs> to parties seeking to acquire, acquire California alcohol licenses, the scheme also landed its mastermind in a federal cramp. A cramp. <laughs> Sorry, I have I have my period. Um, <laughs>
1: She's got federal cramps everyone. She probably Oh my God. All right. That's worse than state cramps. (laughs) Way worse, everyone. Okay. There's no there's no parole for
0: those. (laughs) <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so she's in. She's doing federal time in Northern California. So Gina, let's talk a little bit about Gina's growing up and her her past before she took a dark turn before for the worse. She's
1: like, I'm gonna scam Everyone. a bunch of money.
0: Yes. So Gina grew up in Ann Arbor, Michigan. She did well in high school, taking upper level classes. She played field hockey, which is pretty kick ass, in my opinion. Yeah, I like it, yeah, like, too. I like watching uh, the women play that sport. She's on the student council and was vice president. Did you ever do any of that kind of stuff? No, I did. Okay. <laughs> Shocker! <laughs> <laughs> she, she went on to attend uh, University of Michigan, majoring in philosophy and political majoring science. In Ponzi schemes. <laughs> <laughs> Political science, did you say? Yes. Figures. Uh, okay. Philosophy and political science. Because
1: she didn't want to work. Just kidding. I mean. <laughs> she majored in dung beetles and box taps.
0: <laughs> I know. Uh, how to make truffles, because you're going to hear some of her businesses. Was
1: she uh, just looking for a man's? I don't know.
0: Um, no, I... so from what I read, philosophy. all the stuff that I looked up, her end goal was to be a lawyer. And for that
1: philosophy. she Philosophy.
0: Oh uh, yeah. So philosophy, if you think about it, right? I try I, not to <laughs> <laughs> I hate philosophy. as uh, So tangent a little bit. I took <laughs> philosophy for one of my classes when I was so completing my theorems? my bachelors and that's where you talk about like uh some of those old old philosophers I for some right, reason so i brain farting socrates and all those fools yeah. the white dudes that would stand up right. and be like uh to bullshit. be or not to be <laughs> uh are we Someone really free get me a grape what is the social contract because <laughs> <me a> <laughs> i took this Sir, uh, you Know him anyway but yeah. go on he god he was fucking arrogant number one and i struggled and this is not normal for me, but sure I sure is everyone. I struggled to get a fucking C in that class. Really, and I had to argue with him at the end. Well, that's argue your point. He out in this when we were going over the syllabus at the beginning of the class. He talked about how it's people's different perspectives on uh, different things, you know, about life, right? Uh, you know, like, whether or not we're actually free. There's a free society. That was, like, one of the topics we had to argue or whatever. So so if he
1: didn't like your opinion, you'd get a bad grade?
0: Basically, yes. Yeah, no. Yeah. And Uh, I was totally against that. I was like, this is a fucking philosophy class. You can say whatever the fuck you want in here. That's basically how I felt. Sorry. Uh, Uh, Sorry, I got loud.
1: (laughs) Very aggressive, everyone.
0: (laughs) So it. what I was getting to was philosophy
1: (laughs) is a bunch of bullshit
0: (laughs) (laughs) it would pair well with political science and if you were to go on to law school because you gotta do arguing yes correct to me
1: that's a no (laughs)
0: but please continue So so she's not stupid oh no she's extremely smart gina uh, and, you know, she went to some well-known colleges and, you know, from the University of Michigan, she decides to attend California Western School a lot in San Diego. That's how she got out yeah, there because okay. she was planning and
1: on no shade to San Diego. It's lovely.
0: Yeah. San Diego is a nice city. It sure is. I like it. So uh, Gina decides to not take the bar exam and instead got her master's in business administration. Oh, huh, a
1: little she did a little dipsy doodle.
0: Yeah, she did a little shift. Happens sometimes. We're like, you know, I don't really want to do that. Yeah, and then we change our mind. So, she was also a Padres fan and liked the Chargers. Okay. In fact, her and her husband had luxury box seats at Mm -hmm. the stadium. She never had children with her long term, uh, long time husband. Excuse me, but they did have some golden retrievers. (laughs) Can't hate that. Her babies. Mm -hmm. I love golden retrievers. So she landed a job straight out of graduate school, and it was a position with the coal Company, K-O-L-L.
1: Okay.
0: It's a high-profile Orange County real estate firm, where she initially helped work on a 60 million overhaul of the La Jolla Village Square Mall. La Jolla. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I thought this was a literal podcast, bitch. (laughs)
1: because right. now too. that you said that i was the like yeah the that's the famous fancy.
0: the famous mall out there mm-hmm. i haven't been there but i hear it's nice it's very nice yes so thanks for the correction. <laughs> i do
1: it with love <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know it was so funny because the other day I pronounced something else and then they said it the correct way on TV and then I just busted out laughing (laughs) because I thought about you and I was like I'm literal that's how I pronounce it (laughs) So oh um, so Gina claims that she owned a real estate company and also mag- magazines and sat on a lot she of it was kind of like a celeb. Oh, yeah. She sat on a lot of the local boards of respected institutions in San Diego and helped co-found a bank that's located out there. So she threw her name against that and helped with the institution there. At her height, she employed 700 people. Wow. Oh, no. She's
1: shabby. She could have gotten a few PPP loans with that (laughs) amount. Scam those.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she was still in operation. She probably would have dipped her toe a little bit in there. Uh, So, Gina often described herself as a downtown developer, and within a decade, she had a brick-and-mortar empire complete with eateries, coffee shops, and a home goods store. She worked on housing development projects as well as a resort project. Mm -hmm. She even came out with her own CBD line. Oh. I know. All right. I was like, wow. She was multifaceted.
1: Yes. A lot of stuff. Right. So, she... Could definitely do a legit business and be successful. Or so
0: we think, right? But then she's like, not enough. Yeah. Even her expansion includes cold pressed juice. Right. And then I said, well, maybe her and Sarma are friends. Uh, I didn't think about that. She also produced truffles, which I was like, truffle candies? Yes. I tried okay. to look it up and I couldn't find anything on it, but. Her candies? Yes. Uh, beachwear.
1: Right, she was just like all over the place.
0: Oh, you know, uh, thinking about that. So we had to look for an office chair this last week, and I was on Office Depot, like looking to see
1: <laughs> what they had available. <laughs> Would that make you think of Tim
0: Iman? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a that's an insider joke here in the state. <laughs> no, no, no. I seen that Shaq has his own office chair line. So we went to Office Depot after going to a couple different Shaquille stores. Shaquille O'Neal? Yes.
1: Are they, they like giant for giant people they're like They're Shaq him?
0: chairs. They are bigger. I wouldn't say that they're giant, but uh, out of all the chairs we sat in there, those are the most comfortable. Really? Oh, dude, 100%. That's <laughs> but my, uh, okay. She also dabbled a little bit in vacation rentals and then something to do with infant car seats. Wow. Sometimes I have, so when it comes to real estate investors, I don't want to say like stay in your lane a little bit, but sometimes I feel like when they expand that much and they don't really understand that particular business. Like service or product, you run into problems. And we're starting to see this with some of the companies where they've been bought out by these uh, real estate investors maybe why Gina decided that she needed to get into some other stuff. Like I said, she's well known in San Diego and you mentioned like a celebrity, uh her own day named in her honor. That's I thought that was pretty cool. Wow. Mhm. That's how popular she was in San Diego. So when the recession hit in 2008 though, Gina found herself trying to shift from commercial de- development to other ventures. So that's when she started branching off from Real estate to doing other things like we were mentioning the truffle stuff, the beachware, that kind of stuff. Gina may have felt like a little bit of desperation because everybody was struggling at that point, especially if you were in real estate, right because the housing bubble right. yep, went crash, and then that was it. So she starts looking at acquiring an apartment building, but after getting some pushback from The locals, because that would have, her purchasing or putting the apartment building there would have caused a well-known restaurant in the area to go out of business. She decides to scratch the apartment building and buy the restaurant. The restaurant, of course, has a bar embedded in it, which required Gina to purchase the transfer of the liquor license. So typically, when a bar or restaurant owner is transferring the liquor of California's Department of Alcohol Beverage Control, which is also known as ABC, other states use the same sort of system, either approves or rejects the transfer. So these can get, and other had have the money, but this is where she decides that she wants to help others who may want to get in the biz, but don't have the same money that she does. So as a result, she hatches a plan. What if she creates- a
1: damn ha- plan change? <laughs>
0: she's like what if i create a program that would lend future restaurant owners the money and then put the money into an escrow account in exchange once the abc weighed in on the application gina said that the owner would not only return the money but also pay interest on the loan for those of you. who don't know an escrow account is a contractual uh, arrangement in which a neutral third party known as an escrow agent receives and disperses funds for transacting parties so like you and the seller it's like a savings account it's that somebody's managing for you it's right
1: exactly Mm -hmm. mostly you know of it when you buy a house
0: yes 100 percent so typically, a selling agent opens an escrow account through a title company once you and the seller agree on a home price and sign a purchase agreement. So that's usually how it's set right. up.
1: That's, like your, that's where they hold your earnest money.
0: Yep. Where or how to find the investors. Maybe ask your friends. Or other investors and businesses you have worked
1: with in the past. You <laughs> or know? maybe you're related to some people. Yeah, they'll maybe. They'll give you the money for maybe, this. You're
0: rela- maybe it's your husband or your kids. I don't know. And to make sure this looks legit, you use an established title com- company. Excuse me. For example, like Chicago Title, which is based out of San Diego. Right? <laughs> maybe they can funny. help you.
1: Chicago Title, based out of San Diego.
0: <laughs> I laughed at that, too. I was like, hmm. So the interesting thing is that the bar or restaurant owner can actually defer funding to the escrow account and therefore would never need to borrow money from any investors. Do you think that Gina told anybody that? (laughs) No. What? Why would you do that? (laughs) I know, right? I mean, how are we going to make money off of this venture? Exactly. So what we had here was basically a bogus liquor license lending program that enticed investors who thought they were making high interest loans to licensed applicants who supposedly could not afford to put up a required sum of money while their applications were pending before the State Department ABC. Right? Right. So Gina provided interested lenders a list of businesses seeking loans, which was all fake. It was bullshit. It was all businesses that were listed on the ABC website that had expired or canceled licenses. Gina would pay back older investors using new investor money.
1: We've heard that before. Exactly.
0: At one point, to make the business look like a success, she paid out $200 million dollars. What the investors were not aware of was that Gina was funneling the bulk of the funds to companies she controlled, which include American National Investments and its subsidiary, Annie Development. She used a lot of money to prop up her businesses, donated some of it to the community, and spent a shit ton on herself.
1: And again... Are you thinking you're not going to get caught? That, I don't understand. <laughs> no.
0: You know, what was crazy, too, is like when I was watching the American Greed episode, um, they had that one guy. I think Kim was his name. Uh, he goes into business with her. He actually invests some money. And it, it was a good sum of money. And she ends up sending him back the money with interest. And he makes a lot. And he's like, wow, this is awesome. So he decides to set up his own business, but partner with her to bring in more. And when he had submitted the contract to her, I guess she had changed it so that she controlled everything about his business. So he really didn't have any control, but thought he did. He didn't know all this until the feds were they in. married? But just no, kidding. he didn't were, know. That's what he says. Uh-huh. I don't know, but it seems a little bit fishy to me. And even me and my spouse were kind of like, "Do you believe him?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't believe anyone now.
0: I know, man. It's just hard to tell, like especially when you start looking at these things. So, let's take a quick break and hear from one of our favorite indie podcasters. Is work getting you
1: down? Or do you love your job but want to hear all about the other 98% of the population who don't? Then hop on over to your favorite podcast app and give the Fuck My WorkLife podcast a listen. Each week, JK bring you a variety of workplace
0: stories that will have you laughing even on your worst day. That's the Fuck My WorkLife Podcast. She fabricated all sorts of documents and forged a ton of paperwork that were sent to investors. In fact, she had a title, form of money. That's her. <laughs> And she would
1: say, like, Oh, you don't have to talk to any of my investors. Like total red flags, top to bottom.
0: And then she even invited them to join her at various charger games. They would go and sit in the yeah, box with her. Perks. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, I read that they were so involved that when the feds started finding out and were on to them, they actually changed uh, Chicago title's retention policy and deleted a ton of emails related to the crimes. (laughs) That seems legit. Uh, I was like, what? Like. As management in there, yeah. Back it up. (laughs) (laughs) When I was reading that, I was like, okay, management wasn't like red flags here, or is that like normal culture now? Our
1: our retention is a day. So anything (laughs) beyond that, go ahead and get rid of it. It's fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I would have been like, wait, that doesn't make sense here. And then I'd be like, you're fired, get out. And I would have to grab my shit (laughs) and left. But
1: I didn't know. But I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. I just thought,
0: wow, that is... Crazy. Yes. Because, like, there's still a footprint there. You, you know, you can have forensic people come in there right. and retrieve that information. So, I don't know. I thought that was that was just, like, above and beyond. <laughs> she... Gina actually ordered her accountants to change the documents that they had already created and instructed other workers to fire up fire up those shredders because they're about to destroy a lot of shit.
1: Here we go again the shredders. Yep. Uh,
0: she purchased homes in Rancho Mirage. Okay. Yes, very nice. And about $2 million went to pay her own salary. She also gave her a little bit of a salary on top of the house buying. <laughs> it combined $800. This and- money don't make itself. <laughs> <laughs> That's shit, right? A combined 840000 was spent on uh, the San Diego Padres and Charger tickets. That's
1: freaking crazy.
0: I know, almost a million dollars. Woo! About 200000 was spent on... <laughs> she could
1: probably make it back on, like, uh, StubHub or
0: something. <laughs> I know, right? Like, just sell the box to $10,000 a game. <laughs> So she also uh spent about two hundred thousand dollars on jewelry. That's just, that's expensive. Oh, well, I stuff. mean, of course. She's gotta look good around her that's neck right. and her ears, right? Her fingers. Uh three quarters of a million was paid off, uh had paid off credit cards and hundreds of thousands more went to miscellaneous expenses.
1: <laughs> miscellaneous I like what that is.
0: Including the purchase of a golf cart.
1: Oh, all yes. right. That is miscellaneous. I would think okay. so, right? Mm-hmm.
0: But don't you count that as miscellaneous?
1: I, I guess. What else would be
0: miscellaneous?
1: It's plastic surgery.
0: Oh yeah, that. Yeah, you're probably right. The old right. nip and tuck. The old nip and tuck. <laughs>
1: Maybe like uh, you know, like hair extensions, fingernails, yeah, lashes. I guess so. you gotta All that look other good, stuff. Clothes. You got to
0: represent, especially if you're on the front of those magazines. And then... um And these
1: hoity-toity types.
0: Yeah, and then you get your own special day. So maybe there's like a parade or something. And that's something.
1: not just your birthday, you guys. No. It's like this is a separate officially day. a day. Yeah,
0: like where she's celebrated and honored. There's cake. <laughs> they throw <laughs> more money. You're so successful. Uh, so how was she caught? Well, one of the investors got suspicious and contacted the SEC. Because they were like, mm, something doesn't seem right. That's how. Mm-hmm. Even when she knew they were closing in on her, she still managed to obtain.
1: She was still like,
0: I don't care. Yep, an additional one hundred and fifty million in investments. Isn't that crazy? That's so beyond. she's like, keep keep sticking those papers in the shredders, and then she goes and makes a call, and she's like, Yeah, you ready to donate that like, twenty million?
1: Scoop. Oh, my God. Dude, the audacity like, Someone's knocking on my door. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Cash or charge. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: She's getting arrested and she's got him on speaker. They're like, what's going on there? <laughs> Don't worry. She's like, uh, it's, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Nothing's on fire. She was trying to take the business public so that it could be openly traded in a stock exchange where Gina swears up and down. She was going to fly right. Right, she's gonna do the right thing, and uh, she would. I believe her. But here's the thing: what fucking service are you providing? Exactly,
1: <laughs> you're not doing anything legit, dude. You're like totally lying. How can you make that legit?
0: There's no fucking. There's no people, like no clients you're supporting. It's all people just <laughs> giving you money, giving for you nothing money that you're putting into and an your account for free. That's what. <laughs> This is a musical episode. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, so you you go public and then um, investors. <laughs> like, well, I don't
1: really do anything. so Investors
0: start uh, buying up stock and then you pay off all the old investors, but now they're in the hole, the new investors. And I was like, where, where is she adding up that it's going to turn up? A- Profit when there's no service or anything. Right. I was like, uh, I don't know. She, but
1: again, believes her own spin. Like this business plan. Do.
0: I mean, I'm not <laughs> an economics made up or business administration major, but this doesn't really make sense to me. <laughs> or a philosophy major. <laughs> Apparently not, because I could barely scrape out a C. Okay, but I'm not mad about it.
1: <laughs> I certainly. I can tell.
0: <laughs> okay So a court appointed receiver Who took over management like, of,
1: Are you fucking kidding me?
0: <laughs> Of company assets After Gina was charged by the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission With fraud reported that her Annie enterprise of 33 commercial and residential Properties and 27 More restaurant and retail Operations was facing An acute cash shortage It was saddled with a monthly payroll of more than $1 million. A month. Yes. Each month she had payroll that needed to pay people $1 million. Yeah, but she was
1: getting hundreds of millions. Oh, dude. That's crazy, though. What's crazy is you think you're not going to get caught. That's what's fucking crazy. I know. That you're just like, (laughs) do-do-do. (laughs) <laughs> just, you're, just, you're just like yodeling up that mountain, ready to drop, like on <laughs> the price is
0: right. You know, and then what's sad too is like, uh, <laughs> I was reading that some of her staff really liked her. As yes, a boss. I was like, man, dude, you were actually like a, a good boss, like a good leader, as far as like, like first shyster, yeah, like on the back end. I don't know. I mean, when we talked about this before on previous episodes, like how bad is somebody, you know, like she did some shitty stuff, but there's also some light in there. <laughs> but she was a good boss,
1: so <laughs> she should probably go to prison.
0: And also a sociopath. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So she had to pay r- payroll of a million dollars, 250,000 of monthly debt service, work stoppage on several construction projects and demands from vendors for past due payments. So she was like upside down in her shit. Yeah. So So, she should have
1: freaking cut and run at this point. Yeah.
0: Disappeared. Basically, uh, the receiver said that all of her business operations were in the red.
1: She should have just like gotten in one That's of what those, I uh, know. containers my, and s-
0: moved away. My husband was like okay so at what point do you say I have enough and then you just run out of the country and leave forever and I was like I don't know like she I didn't. feel like that would have been what I would have done. Exactly. Smart <laughs> so like, people would be like and see you later. <laughs> Take your money and fucking run. And what was crazy is like during the deposition when the prosecutors and stuff are asking or talking to her they're like Uh, you know, like, how did you get into this type of thing, or what made you think that this is something you should do? And she was like, crazy enough, I had got scammed by a Ponzi scheme, and then so she like details what happened to her, but then like, both me and my spouse were like, okay, so you got fucked over by somebody and lost like thousands of dollars and now you're like you know what i think i'm gonna do that like
1: (laughs) right like why shouldn't i get some of this Peters
0: asked her and i quote you are an incredibly successful liar for eight years weren't you end quote and she said yes yes so gina's husband who manages and this sounds strange to me too a manufacturing plant in tijuana <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah i was like when i seen that i was like wait what i don't know that some strange
1: it's right across the board it from is san diego yep makes mm-hmm. sense
0: i know uh, he filed for irreconcilable differences. Yeah, I agree. The two had been married for more than 30 years.
1: Oh, that's too bad.
0: He did not accompany his wife to her <laughs> to two court appearances. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a he duo was thing. like, nope. <laughs> Can we have conjugal visits? No, that didn't happen. And before you ask, he didn't know. Uh, I,
1: kn- I knew he didn't know. That's Clearly. what he says.
0: Through his lawyer, he's made many statements. He was say just like... He didn't know.
1: Woo-hoo, box seats for these games. <laughs> That's what he was thinking.
0: <laughs> so in the, dep- the deposition, Gina stated that she kept her secret of how she was running her scam from her husband. However, the court-appointed receiver recovered... million from him which involved the refinancing of one of their homes i was like hmm but you didn't know i think it's kind of weird right like supposedly you didn't know but you've been married to this person for over 30 30 years. years right And, you know, like, you know what her businesses are and stuff like that. I'm sure you had to be involved in the accounting of your taxes every year or whatever, right? Like, at some point, you have to sign off on that paperwork. Are you just, like, signing it and not caring about what the fucking shit says? And on top of it, you also have some manufacturing thing going on down in Tijuana, Mexico. Like, what? No. I don't believe you, sir. (laughs)
1: No. I'm sorry. The jury's in and you're lying. (laughs)
0: we sent you no, just <laughs> so Gina's husband who is 60 wanted the court to order Gina 57 to pay his attorney fees.
1: <laughs> oh my god.
0: And calculate all the community and quasi community property acquired in the marriage because he wants to make sure he gets his dues. He also wanted the court to prevent Gina from getting spousal support, and he reversed, for future determination, the issue of having Gina pay him alimony. He wanted alimony? Well, he wants to make sure that... uh She doesn't get any. Yes. But she's going to
1: be in prison, so what? I only make 15 cents a day, so... <laughs> I don't understand. I don't
0: know, dude. I like when I was reading up some of this stuff. He um, seems like a winner.
1: Yeah, that's
0: what I was thinking too. I was like, I'm not sure I like Gina's husband. I think I'd rather. I'd be more concerned
1: like that. I wasn't going to get be collateral damage Uh, in this fucking Ponzi scheme as part of the prosecution. Like, thank you.
0: hmm. I don't know that I would be worried about all that. And also, like,
1: yeah, that just makes you seem totally shitty and.
0: Well and here's the thing that some people don't always know is like when you are married because <laughs> the dudes suck, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. Okay. Um no, is like so there are laws on the book that um when you are married your spouse has immunity. So literally they really can't touch you. But if you are no longer together, then and they need to do additional prosecution against you, they can call on you to testify. They can subpoena you to do that. Against them. Yes. Yeah. Just a little legal knowledge there. (laughs) All right. So So uh, don't get
1: married, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Just live
0: in sin. Or if you have a partner... Who is helping you marry them and then they cannot testify against you. <laughs> That's what JD says. You're not giving any legal advice. <laughs> this is purely. Sentenced to 15 years in uh, 2021. And she should be released when she is about 68. That's according to. Freaking ways. Yeah. The um, Federal Bureau of Prisons. Guidelines. BOP. As we like to call it. <laughs> Bebop. bop, Yeah. F Bop in the legal world. That's how we <laughs> federal. How we term it, yeah. Bop. yeah, federal Bop. Uh, prose- prosecutors had recommended 11 years, but the ju- uh, the judge, Trell. Mm-hmm. So she pleaded guilty in 2020 to securities fraud, conspiracy, and obstruction of justice. Because remember, she was breaking up the shredders and telling people to change <laughs> records and shit. And. <laughs> And was, has been cooperating with federal authorities. So what I've been reading is she's still meeting with some of them and continuing to tell them like information about how she did it. Yes. And then other people that may have been involved. So while she was able to obtain almost 400 million from investors, it's reported that the net loss was 184 million. Some of which money out that the federal prosecutors used Information from her depositions to go at Chicago Title oh. in those uh, cases so that they could essentially pay back investors and stuff because it was their staff members who were right. part of this whole scheme. On the hook. Yep. So.
1: People don't do this. Stuff, okay. <laughs> like, I don't get it. I don't get it. At I don't all. either. And then there's these motherfuckers that are just, oh, living the high life. Millions of dollars. Going up the hill, <laughs> ready to fall. So dumb. I don't get it. I don't
0: either, dude. I, I, It's hard for me to wrap my head around some of this stuff. So uh, all of Gina's properties were listed for sale, among which three have been sold back in 2020. So, like, they sold them back to previous owners. Mm. According to Gina's parents... Uh, Daniel and Barbara champion. We don't
1: know where we went wrong. <laughs> she watched too much TV. <laughs>
0: Actually, they agreed to return, I believe it was $3,030,000 uh, that were given to them. Yeah. Like as a gift? Uh, yes, I believe so. Back to uh, the feds. So. Wow. Yeah,
1: I would have been like, "That money's long gone."
0: (laughs) I'd have been like, "How do you know what money was legit and what wasn't legit?" (laughs) Exactly. That's what I would. I I would have argued that. She made this
1: fair and square. Yep. That's what I, I would have argued. I
0: don't know. Anyways. <laughs> Finders keepers. <laughs> she has been incarcerated at the same prison camp where Felicity Huffman and Lori Laughlin spent their time in California.
1: Okay. It's a their satellite time.
0: Yep. It's a satellite prison camp adjacent to the Dublin Federal Correction Institution located in an East Bay suburb, which is, I guess, southeast of Oakland, Okay. So, yeah. Northern. And over. No Cal. Yeah. Uh, she had specifically requested at her sentencing that she be sent to the Dublin facility. And the judge said, yes, he would recommend that she goes there.
1: Okay. Oh, because people could visit her. I think wink. so. All her friends. Wink, wink.
0: I mean, I couldn't find anything that specifically said that that's why she requested. And
1: her parents were like, I'd like to come visit you, but I had to <laughs> give up my $3 million. <laughs> <laughs> now i can't afford it
0: <laughs> right oh my gosh oh, God. we can like
1: what the fuck are you doing
0: we can't afford why didn't you run away that's what i'd say <laughs> <laughs> on the phone during your phone calls is this being recorded yeah, am i being recorded? of course it is
1: but anyway i think we all want to know why didn't you leave town <laughs> yeah what are you doing? In, yeah. We raised you better exactly. than that. Exactly. Come on. You need to run. No wonder I'm flagged by TSA. <laughs> no one the getting is <laughs> hold <them>. up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh
0: my god. She's goodness. horrible. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy when I was like reading some of this stuff and then uh watching the American Greed episode. Uh, I just thought, wow, this and is then pretty her crazy.
1: Freaking person that worked for her that she scammed her money is still like, I'm still friends with her. Yeah, like, ma'am, please, I guess go so. to counseling. Something that's, is
0: wrong with you. That's what a kind heart looks like.
1: What I call it a
0: sucker, <laughs> kind heart. <laughs> She's well like,
1: it, I know she feels bad or what what didn't she say she didn't even say sorry to her yeah like, she did fuck say that off she no. hasn't
0: she's like she was like she hasn't really ever said sorry to me but i know she's sorry <laughs> exact what I did like ma'am. that girl, though, because Please. she picked up and moved, like, Please, I can't remember what state she was from, and, uh, you know, sent Gina her resume, and Gina hired her, so she feels like she has, like, some ownership, I think, but she doesn't. I mean... No. No. You literally worked at a store... Right, like a clothing that store, ...that was right? open. Also come from...
1: But then she fucking took games. your money, but, yeah.
0: knowing... She was going down the tubes. Uh, that's. Sh- oh, you want to give me back some of your salary? Okay.
1: <laughs> no. But I know she's sorry in her heart. Uh, Ma'am, yeah. please get counseling. <laughs> <laughs> Something is wrong.
0: So I read. I went to the San Diego. Um, There's quite Union- a few articles. Oh, about yeah. Her. Tons. Union Tribune. Um, the San Diego. Uh, San Diego Reader. Excuse me. Uh, there was NBC out there, the San Diego Times, Oxygen, uh, American Greed website. Right. I mean, there's so much stuff Tons. out there on her uh, If you Forbes. look, then
1: you're like, how come I never heard of this person? Yeah, that's
0: what was so crazy. I was like, man, she earned the title of female goat for Ponzi schemes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a title I wouldn't wish to have. No. A female goat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: She's breaking glass ceilings. Right. That's what I'm In saying. a bad way. But yeah. <laughs> In the sure criminal mastermind is. world, she's breaking glass ceilings. So I want to give her her, her due, due applause. Okay. Gina. <laughs> Hold for
1: applause. <laughs> and stop.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh my god. I maybe I will send her a fruit basket just to be like two. Cucumbers you, know, you hold it down. With she's, lots of seeds. She's gonna be like, who the fuck are that you? That are bitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Lord. So that concludes our white collar yeah. episode. I did want to to, uh, do a little shout out to my sister who has asked for us to sometimes talk about some paranormal stuff. I meant to bring this up on previous episodes and I forgot.
1: Paranormal? I'm in. Yes. What what is this? So this happened. There's no Ponzi schemes on the other side. Is there? (laughs) That we know of. I don't
0: know. Maybe. But
1: what are we saying?
0: So last year during Halloween, Mm -hmm. we go all out right we've got you tons sure you still have your decorations up there are somewhat. some still up yes correct i'm not a fan of that but I anyway i keep it up some of them all year
1: <laughs> round i'm like take it down next
0: <laughs> moving on know i've had a couple people over here and they're like oh, <laughs> oh you still you have your halloween have, like, decorations some up. spiders and stuff up and i'm like yeah it's cool it's <laughs> uh during halloween we go all out we have decorations all over the place and um this last Halloween, uh, our youngest son had purchased this uh, creepy zombie doll thing. It was about, like, I would say two feet tall. And okay. it was an outside yard decoration. Okay. So um, it has the on, off, and demo button. And um, my spouse was creeped out by this fucking thing he couldn't stand it
1: and it like turn on
0: automatically or something yeah that that's what kept happening with it so it has like this porcelain type face but it, it looks like possessed almost like the eyes are really dark and stuff <laughs> i'm like surprised that.
1: you were like into this decoration <laughs> well
0: first off i don't really like this toy that much it's creepy as fuck But it looks cool standing in our cemetery that we created, right? right. Because he's just kind of hanging out there. And then all of a sudden... Might be a
1: real person.
0: Does this weird, like, head movement. And then the eyes are lighting up. It's really creepy. Everything was okay. Like, it was functioning fine. Like, you know, you turn it on, it turns on. You turn it off, it goes off. Like, perfect. No issue. So, anyways, we're pulling down all the Halloween decorations. And, um... You know, the outside stuff, some of it that we needed to box up, we had brought into, like, the garage to dry off a little bit, you know, because there was some rain and stuff that came through. Not too much, but uh he had dried off, and I brought him in, and I I swear I looked at him and put the button into off. And he turned his head and said,
1: <laughs> hi, J.D. <laughs> I or he said, little- brains. <laughs> so you put it on to off
0: I did I switched it to off I sat him down on this bentwood chair that we have down in one of the lower rooms like close to the garage and then I went up to go take down some more stuff somewhere all of a sudden I hear this fucking thing going off go off and it's making its noise and I go and I look down the stairs to look at the chair and he's like moving back and forth oh my god (laughs) And I was like, I could have sworn I turned that fucking thing off. So I walked down the stairs, mind you, down and everything, up into knocking. I yeah, turned,
1: I must have turned <laughs>
0: to demo. <laughs> yeah, so then I, I, you have to like open up his little velcro clothes on to the back to get to the, get to the stupid oh, button, to, you yeah. know, and then the batteries and stuff there. So I look, and he's fucking off he's still off and he's he was going off and so then I'm like okay well maybe I didn't click it right you know so like I go get short yep I go to I go back to on and then he goes off again like he's supposed to because he's sound and noise activated and then um, I'm like okay so then I, I switch it back to off and then he shuts off and I'm like okay so I, we'll I put them down. The batteries out. I put them down, and I walk off.
1: And fucking set them on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and you went to get your Bible.
0: And then, uh, no. Then my spouse comes in because he's now ready to start taking some of the inside stuff. And that fucking thing went off. And he was like, he was like, hey, hey. <laughs> starts yelling and i was like what and he was like how do i get this thing off and i was like oh i was like you gotta like undo the velcro and i was like you know it's really weird but i was like i i have take like turn this thing off and it's still not going off and he was like what don't tell me that stop talking and he like grabs it and he was like do i need to get the batteries off and i'm like Yes. yes you need to take the batteries out and he was like okay So he immediately goes out to the garage and like starts working on it out there and then um, finishes that. And this fucking thing still turned on without the batteries. Yes. Shut up. Just kidding on that part.
1: (laughs) I was going to throw my headphones down and (laughs) run out. (laughs) If that this had place happened is fucking
0: haunted. <laughs> if that had happened, I literally would have fucking threw like holy water on that bitch, <laughs> put a crucifix around its neck, and then like lit it on fire to Exactly. No, uh no. After we took the batteries out, it stopped. Yeah,
1: it's just shorting but- out. So this is not at all paranormal. Ooh. Oh,
0: I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I built it up though. You did. It was a good story. Dude, I'm telling you, we have weird shit happen at our house all the time. Ooh. Yeah. Our TV turns on by itself. Yeah, that
0: has happened with our TV over here in the one bedroom. Um,
1: And then when I did that AI filter on TikTok, there was someone sitting in the chair. So that might be a start. Just watching TV. (laughs) That's (laughs) cool. You stay in there and I'll stay in the rest of the house. You stay in your lane. I'll stay in my lane. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Exactly. So there you go. There
1: you have it. Wow. Yeah. That was a lot of build up folks. I think we can all agree. <laughs> but
0: what about your sister?
1: She said talk about paranormal. Stuff.
0: Yeah, she was like, Can uh I think there was like one episode where we talked a little bit about something that had happened and I don't remember which one it was, but she was like, you know, if you guys are doing a little bit of paranormal stuff. Well, let be me cool. just tell you, did I tell you that I went ghost hunting
1: at the Stanley Hotel? What the f- when? Um uh, several years ago now. I don't know if we talked about that. Okay, so... Do you watch any of those shows like Ghost Hunters or?
0: Um, I have watched some episodes in the past, but Do you know who Amy Bruni is? Um, no, has- I can't. You know, we've you talked know about this. Like, I hate the possession and stuff like that. So it's not
1: possession.
0: No, no, no. But evil spirits yeah, and I air quoted. So, uh, I just got to a point where I was like, I can't watch, I can't watch these. Cause well, I'm gonna have I love dreams. all
1: that shit. So. <laughs> Um, somehow I'm sure it was Facebook fed this to me where they do ghost hunting like weekends.
0: Oh yeah. Okay.
1: And so I went to one at the Stanley hotel in Estes park, which is what the shining is
0: based on. Yes. Which somebody still owes me a trip there, but I'm not going to say who. Okay. Continue. Uh, Okay.
1: (laughs) Random. But anyway, (laughs) uh, so they do these weekends and it's, it was very there was quite a few people that came, and you go hunt at night in groups, and then they have, like, people talking about paranormal stuff. Can I just pause stuff. you there?
0: Yeah. Can I just – so the trip that I'm supposed to take, we're going in the day, and it's not a ghost trip, but go ahead. <laughs>
1: I keep going. Well, that's going to be boring, but anyway uh, – they have, like, paranormal speakers during the day and, like, mediums and stuff. And it was really cool. And it's all these people that you would know if you watch these shows. And um, you get to hang out with them. And it was really fun, but I didn't see anything. So Okay, that's good. But during that same weekend, someone did take a picture with a ghost on the stairs. I bet you I could find it.
0: Oh, my God. See, don't tell me that shit. So we were going to go there because it is the shine the whole shiny thing. And then there's also a chef that was cooking down there. So we were going down there of course because of the shining relationship but also to try out the chef's food. At the
1: Estes Park? Uh
0: okay. yeah, over at the See? the place. Ugh. Yeah, no. Nope. Oops. Did nope. you get to see it before? the Yes, 99? I did before the advertisement popped up. Yeah, there's a picture with what looks like a figure in the shot. Yeah, see. Kind of like a ghost. I'll uh, pass. Hard pass. No, nope. it was cool. It was fun. I don't do any of like the ghost hunting. I know there's some like in Seattle, and then like when we went to New Orleans, they had that. Oh yeah. The whole tours down there and. Me and John were like, no. Nope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one of the people was Chip Coffee, and he was, like, friends with the real people um that did, like, Annabelle. The, oh, okay. The lady and the man. Yeah. their names. The two, yeah. And then I almost. I think they're married, I want to say. Yeah, that they're couple. married, but they also died. Yes, but, um, correct. I. Almost, and I'm sad I didn't go, but I got pushed a trip where you could go and meet her. Was her name Elaine? I think so. I
0: think it was Elaine.
1: Uh, same thing, a weekend, and it was like in Boston. No fucking And I was way. like, oh, I really want to go. And then she nope. died not that long after that, so then, well, can't go there. But
0: also hard I, pass. It was very fun. No part pass. Uh, I would not do that. So you're going to the... The, the Estes ho- Park Hotel? Yeah. Mm-hmm, the hotel that's there. The Stanley. Well.
1: The Stanley Hotel is very awesome.
0: I got an IOU that has not been. All right. From who? Uh, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> um,
1: Will you say offline?
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, I got an IOU. Ha uh-huh, everyone.
1: <laughs> I'll know and you
0: won't. <laughs> They're supposed to take me there. They have not It is yet. beautiful
1: there. Yes. But, you know, the wildfires were really close to that. I know. Was that last year or the I year before? I think it was last year. I don't you know, knows, man. It's been like.
0: Time has melted in on itself. the seventh circle of hell here <laughs> on planet Earth the past few years. Yeah. So, who knows? I don't. Uh, it was close to
1: there, though. Yes.
0: I do remember seeing that because, like, we had talked about, I think, going there, like, right around the time. Um, before the fires. Yes. And then we decided, no. And we like, uh, maybe not. Yeah. We didn't want to catch fire. It is fire. beautiful
1: around there. Yeah.
0: I seen the pictures. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I was looking forward. I'm still looking forward to it if it happens. I <laughs> know. I,
1: anyway, that's it looks for paranormal. Majestic. I mean, I used to have a list of weird stuff that happened at our house, but I think I deleted it because I'm like, it's fine.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have some other stories. I haven't shared all my stuff, but <laughs> I thought that one was cute. So, uh huh and Actually, made up but okay it wasn't yeah. made up it happened Cute.
1: okay and then we took the battery out and it still did it <laughs> really no i made that part <laughs> up but <laughs> it
0: was a great build-up <laughs> though right happened i had you going you did i know i was like oh shit i should be a wow. storyteller <laughs> yeah i you am you are a storyteller <laughs> All right. Do you got any alibis Mm. or any last things that you would like to talk about?
1: Not really. It's been very uneventful of late.
0: Mm. Yeah. Well, Eh. what are you going to do? I know. I guess that concludes this episode.
1: (laughs) Ending on a very meh note. (laughs) I don't know. We had some laughs. (laughs) Let's try not to be Ponzi people, okay? Yeah. Can we? Let's just
0: fucking. Unless you want to be the next goat. And then fucking leave, okay? That's the only
1: way you can be a goat. It can't be the Ponzi scheme, though. You have to fucking leave. Use something different. Cut and run, okay? I don't respect you if you sit around waiting to get caught. (laughs) You know better. That's all I'm going to say. Just (laughs) disappear. Exactly. All right. Do some Death Becomes Her stuff.
0: (laughs) Fade away. Yep. All right, everyone. We'll see you on the next episode. Have a great week. Stay dirty, benches. <laughs> Bye. Bye.